Hello and welcome to a Wednesday episode of Locked On Warriors. I'm Wes Goldberg, Warriors beat writer for the Mercury News. Make sure to follow Locked On Warriors on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, or wherever you get your podcasts for episodes every day, Monday through Friday. I'll be joined today by Leandro Barbosa, who, after spending a year as a player, mentor, coach for the Warriors, will be playing in the Big Three this season, and a season that starts next month. He'll be playing for the Ball Hogs, and I'll talk to him about why he decided to go back to playing. I'll talk to him about his experience working on Golden State's staff and how close he was to actually playing for the Warriors last season. You're not going to want to miss this conversation. But first, this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and follow me at WC Goldberg to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Big Three begins play on July 10th, and you'll be the co-captain of the Ball Hogs. So, Leandro, first, thanks for joining me on the show. Um, can you tell me how this came about? Well, uh... First of all, how you doing? Everything uh, is is great on my end. You know, uh, I've been I've been watching the Big Three for a long time. You know, and obviously I've been talking to some of the guys to maybe possibly bring the Big Three to Brazil. You know, so I I talked to Clyde, I talked to Ice Cube, I talked to uh, uh, many people uh, that you know are in charge for the Big Three and trying to bring the big three to Brazil, you know. And recently I just stopped playing basketball, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm assistant coach for the Golden State Warriors. And I still, you know, practicing with the guys, you know, getting some work with them. And uh, they think that I I shouldn't stop, you know. And, and for the reason that I have a good relationship with the guys, on a big three, I thought that it could have been a, a good situation and a good opportunity for me, you know, not stop playing basketball, you know. So uh, it's it's a big league, you know, very good organization. Um, and um, I'm excited to be involved, you know, and, uh, and, and play this big three. So just to be clear, you'll keep your – you're going to stay in your role as a player mentor coach with the Warriors, but you'll be doing – once this big three season is over, is that right? Correct. Did you, so this last year was your first year as a player mentor coach. Did you enjoy your role uh, in the first year last season? I did. To be honest, it wasn't a player mentor coach. You know, it was, but at the same time, I was practicing with the guys. You know, Mm. I was playing a lot of one-on-one. I, I, a couple of times I played on the five on five. So, uh, it was, I mean, I was practicing with the guys, but not playing the game, you know. So as I stopped playing basketball, recently, you know, stopped playing, to me it was a good thing to happen for me to shut it down my motor, you know, turn the key off. So it was it was great that it happened in that way, you know, that Steve had me doing that and, and giving this opportunity and the way it went. So... Um, 
I, I, I got to say thank you to all the people of the Warriors organization and everything because it, it, it was good. It was good vibe for me. What else were you doing with the uh, organization? You say you weren't really a player mentor coach. I mean, what kind of, other than the practicing, were you taking different, some of the young guys under your wing? I mean, uh, what were some of your day-to-day things that you were doing? Yes, I was working with the young guys. I was talking with the young guys inside the court, outside the court. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, you know, doing a lot of uh, uh, drills, you know, on the court, you know, and and I was psychology. I was a little bit of everything, my man. To be honest, <laughs> you know, and I and I like it because with the vets, you know, Clay, Draymond, Curry. I also did a lot of work with them, you know, especially Clay. Clay is coming back from a big injury, you know, two big injuries, you know, and we tried. Uh, we're gonna have him coming back for next year, so I've been work with Clay as well, uh, but. I have a good relationship with those guys, you know, so it's it's good to be around, you know, and, and keep them fresh. Uh, of the young guys, who did you work with most closely? Nico Manny, uh, Damon Lee, uh, Juan Toscano, Eric Pascal, uh, Wiseman, uh, uh, Mulder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what did- it. Wanda Scano Anderson was one of the best stories, I think, of the season. What did you see from him behind the scenes? And what do you think, you know, he's getting comparisons to a, a guy that you played a long time with, Andrea Guadala. I mean, what do you think of those comps? I think it, uh, Juan Toscano, he remind me uh, um, on the roster that we had on the 14, 15, 15, 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a guy that really understands the game. He has knowledge of the game. He really know our offensive standpoint, and that's what Steve loves about him, you know. Uh, on the other end, he's an international player, so he's, he played for the Mexico national team. So he knows how to play the game, you know, and, and, and that's the big part that Steve loves about him, not only Steve, but the whole organization. And he's a worker, you know. I, I had – a lot of work with him. I, I can't say much because that guy goes hard from the first second to the last second. It, it's unbelievable how he works. It, it's so he's so competitive, you know. And uh, uh, I'm just happy to you know have him work with. You know, he's a great guy. I have a good relation with him, and and it was great to work with him. And then obviously you played in the NBA at a very high level, very high basketball IQ, uh, very accomplished. And, and then you look at a guy like James Wiseman comes into the league at 19 years old, no summer league, no training camp, barely played in college. Uh, what do you think uh, was the most difficult thing for him sort of adjusting to the NBA as a rookie? Well, not having all those things that you mentioned, it's, it's kind of tough for a rookie, you know, he, didn't really play basketball, you know, for a long time before he comes to the NBA. And and when you are the second round pick, there's a lot of expectation on that player, you know. And he couldn't do much. He couldn't prove to a lot of people that you know wrong because he didn't have time to spend, not even with us, and and not even to spend on his game, you know. So. It's it's complicated, but at the end of the day, he's a talent, you know. He's a guy that if he works, 
he's going to be a very good player. You know, he's able to do a little bit of everything on the court. He just got to understand our offense and the way we like to play. Once he does that, I think he's going to be awesome for us, you know. We're just going to have to take him our time to wait for his time to be prepared and uh, ready to go with us. Support for today's show comes from Locker Room. It's time to get in on Locker Room, the live audio-only sports talk platform where you can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. I've been using Locker Room here and there to record this podcast, and I really like it. Sort of like an old-school sports radio call-in show, but easier than ever to join, hang out, and talk. All you need to do is download the Locker Room app free in the iOS App Store, create a profile, link your Twitter account, and then join the Warriors or the NBA group. Follow me at WC Goldberg to be notified when my room goes live. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Do you think that you guys as an organization maybe made a mistake by putting him into the starting lineup as early as you did? Maybe put too much on his plate too early? No, I don't think so. I think it was a good decision, and I like we did that because obviously we can see what the guy can do it, you know. Uh, we do have to work with him, and we're going to have time and, 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 and a lot of time to spend with him to kind of teach him what he's supposed to, what he has to do on the court, especially when he was, when he is with Draymond and and Curry, you know. So uh, it it was good. It was a good decision uh, having him starting, you know, and because that that way we can see what he can do and he proved, you know. So now it's on us, you know, matters to, you know, work with him, you know. Now the issue is him to get healthy. Once he's healthy, then we can work with him. So again, we know that the big three begins on July 10th. You will be playing for the Ball Hogs. Who are some of the teammates that you'll be playing with? Oh, Spencer Haas, uh, Scalabrini, myself, Jordy Mix, uh, and the guy that we drafted last night. You know, uh, I'm very excited about our roster. You know, um, obviously this is really new for me. I don't know. Um, a lot about, you know, the big three. You know, I watched it before, but all all the rules and, 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 and this and that, I, I really don't know, but I'm excited. I'm already on my on page, you know, try to learn. I've been talking to my guys a lot, you know, so I'm excited, my man. I'm excited. It's mm-hmm. going to be very competitive. I watched the drafted last night. It, it, you can see that there's a lot of former players, that, a lot of guys that know how to play. And, and, and obviously, everybody wants to make it to the final, you know. So it's going to be very, very competitive. I, I think it's going to be the most competitive ever, you know. So that means that the big three name is coming along, you know. A lot of people want to play for them, you know. So it, it, I'm happy for that. Obviously, you have this itch to keep playing. You mentioned, you know, being in these practices and and playing five on five with the team with the Warriors last year. Steve Kerr joked a lot about maybe signing you to a ten day or something like that, if if need be. And if you know Steve Kerr, when he's sometimes you can tell when he's joking, and sometimes you can tell when he's a little bit serious. And I always thought he was being a little bit serious in there. How close were you to actually playing for the Warriors this season? Yeah, you're right. It wasn't a joke at all from the first moment. You know, he came up to me and said, "Obi, what do you think about 
if we have to sign you, you know, a 10-day contract or whatever. If before it wasn't a 10-day contract. Before it was like sign the whole uh, uh, rest the the year. I said, well, what do you mean? How, what do you want me to do? You know, I mean, obviously I can definitely be better on the bench with the young guys, you know, but then he came up to me and said, no, I want you to play. I said, yes, I mean, give it the same role that I had when I was here and I, I'll be fine with that. And then he asked me one more time, can, you think you can be okay with that? I said, yes, not, not a problem. I'm still in shape. My body's still feeling great. I just recently stopped playing, Steve, mm -hmm. you know. So if you want to do that, I mean, it just doesn't really matter as far as I wanted to play. It matters what the upstairs going to say about that, you know. But if you're good with that, I'm I'm ready to go, you know. Um, unfortunately, that didn't happen. But if it happened, I was ready to go. I know the offense. I know how we play, how they play, how staff do on the court and Draymond. So, I mean – as far as connection with the guys, I, I mean, I don't have no problem at all. So why didn't it happen? What happened there? I really don't know, my man. That's a, a question that you have to ask Steve or the organization, not me. <laughs> well, you're 38 now, obviously still in shape, obviously still playing. Uh, but I want to talk a little bit more broadly about like uh, athletes when they've kind of played a whole career and they're getting to your age. And Why do you think it's difficult for elite athletes to walk away from the game what is so difficult about it well to be honest to you my man to me it it, it, it wasn't difficult I, i'm gonna tell you why because mm -hmm. i wasn't playing to stop playing basketball i was in brazil playing the league there mm -hmm. and then i received a call from steve telling me that he needs me to come to the warriors to work with him and then i say but I said, what was going on, Steve? What's going on? You know, why you need me like that? You know, I mean, LB, I need you. I, I thought something happened, you know. So all of a sudden, I, that, I, I, it was the end of the season in Brazil. So I decided to, to stop and, and, and go with it. It happened too quick, you know. So uh, for me, I didn't have the, I didn't have the time to kind of miss the game. Because mm -hmm. I was in the game and I came back to the Warriors and I'm still playing, you know, I'm still doing stuff on the court, you know, I'm still like touching the ball, shooting, being competitive when I play against the guys, the young guys especially, you know. So, I mean, I didn't have that time to kind of miss the game, you know, but I don't know. I mean, I was, um, I was playing to play one more year after that year, which it would be the, 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 this year that, that we, we just finished Mm -hmm. And then I was going to retire, you know. So um, I didn't have that time to miss the game yet, my man. So I'm just, I'm just keep going. Obviously, you and Steve go way back, right? But uh, what, was, what was the reason for that phone call? Why, what, why did he want you back so madly? I mean, well, we're we, we very good friends, you know. Right. I mean, we, we are friends before he, he's, he's been my coach, you know. We worked together when he was the GM in the Phoenix Suns. So we know each other for a while, you know. And, I mean, the first time that he signed me on the 14-15 that we got the champion, uh, I mean, I, I, I gained a lot of respect for Steve because he put a lot of confidence on myself in kind of 
uh, teach the young guys, especially Curry and, and, and Clay, the, the, the style of a basketball that we used to play when I was with the Phoenix Suns. Stevie wanted to run the running gun that we play in Phoenix. And I was the, the number one option to kind of show the young guys, which was Clay and Steph. So he gave me so much power and confidence in doing that, that when he made that call, I thought that he needed my help. So uh, when I got to the Warriors, um, I, I just understood that he had a lot of young guys and they had a, a really hard time uh, the, the following year which they are, uh, didn't have a Curry, neither Draymond, and all young guys. And it was a bad year for the Warriors. So uh, you need somebody that, you know, can kind of talk to the young guys, be close to the young guys, and also have a good relationship with the older guys, which is Draymond, Clay, and Curry. And I guess my role was that role. Support for today's episode comes from Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, but unlike most protein bars, it actually tastes good, and unlike most candy bars, it's good for you. Built Bar is great for health-conscious men and women, whether you want to maintain or lose weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great if you're on the keto or another low-carb diet, and they have nine different flavors available now, and they're always creating and releasing new, exciting flavors. Built Bar has been with us for a long time, and I've been eating Built Bars for a long time. I always keep a few boxes in the fridge, get them cold, and then have them for a snack between lunch and dinner. Like I said, Built Bar has been friends of the show for a year now, and we appreciate the the partnership that we've built. So support the show by supporting those who support us. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off on your next order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Today's show is also brought to you by Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. The NBA playoffs are on, and even though the Warriors aren't a part of it, you can be. Take a look at the spreads, money lines, over-unders, and more at Bet Online. For tonight, I love the Clippers. Plus three, getting three points in Utah. It's starting to feel like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are figuring out that Jazz team and that Utah may not have an answer for LA's small ball lineup. So I like the Clippers getting three points in Utah. BetOnline also covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. A 50% welcome bonus. That's free money to win money with when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. What did you see from Draymond and Steph, uh, specifically at the end of the year? Obviously, you guys get as far as the playing tournament. You lose to Memphis on your home court there. What did you see from them in the locker room and around the organization after that loss against Memphis uh, as far as their leadership with Steph and Draymond? Well, to be honest, my man, it, 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 wasn't, it was painful, but at the same time, it wasn't that painful, you know. Uh, I think the most painful we had when I saw those guys on the locker room right after we lose the Laker game, that was the toughest one. You know, we played the best we could and play with that roster. You know, Steph and Draymond did whatever they could, you know, to beat the Lakers. And the Lakers was with the whole roster, you know. It was a great game, you know, and we thought that 
if we won that game, we would have a chance to go farther on the playoffs. And once we lost, it took a lot of energy of us, you know, especially of them. And and once we went to the Memphis game, we we wanted to win big time, but it was enough, you know. I think everything we had, we put on the Laker game. And I know, and you can tell me, and, and, and everybody that listens to this can tell me that you have to play every single game. Yes, you're right. But everything that we had on the playing game, we put on the Laker game. And once we lost, I, I felt that even me, because I was playing with the guys, you know, on the outside, mm-hmm. on the bench, but I was there at, at, at the same time. But I felt that the hope that we had that we – could have been far farther on the playoff we didn't have against the Memphis and that took out a little bit our energy you know mental stuff and and and, and we lost what did Stefan Draymond tell the younger guys well to keep working you know get better uh, obviously everyone knows that when we lose we get the good things and we keep going when and the bad things we, we, we throw it away, and we learn the process. You know, it's a process. It's not easy to go to the playoffs. It's not easy to go to the final. It, it, it's a big, big league, you know, and you got to be with your head up, you know, think about the mistakes that you did and, and, and move forward. And you mentioned that you had been planning to retire after what would have been this last season, but if the opportunity were to present itself back in the NBA, would you would you play in the NBA again if if you could? My man, a lot of people has been asking me that question. You know, you're not the first. Um, I'm not gonna I'm, I'm gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. If I have a chance to go to the NBA, you know, and I will be able to help in any way, anyhow. I'll definitely come back, you know. But if it for some reason just to be, you know, I, I I don't know how to explain to you, but yes, if I have opportunity, yes, I'll definitely go. I, I mean, my body, I, I'm feeling great, man. I got 38 years old, but my mental is not 38 years old, you know. <laughs> so uh, my body's feeling great. I'm feeling good, you know. Everything outside the court is it's awesome, you know. It, it just matters, you know. I had a little conversation with my family, you know, just to kind of de- let them know if they willing, you know, to be with me on that process because it's a, a big routine, you know. You travel a lot. It's, it's, it's a lot going on in the NBA. So if they say, okay, yes, I, I can do it. So you've, you've done a good job selling yourself. I'm sure you're going to do a good job selling yourself too on this big three uh, stage with the ball hogs again. Season starts July 10th. Um, but before you leave, uh, I want you to one more sales pitch here. Can you list which players on the Warriors could right now beat you one-on-one? Give me a full list of the Warriors currently on the roster who could beat you one-on-one. Well, of all the guys that I played, no one did. I didn't play one-on-one against, uh, Bazemore, Curry, Clay, obviously hurt. And, uh... Draymond. All the rest, I beat them. <laughs> what? Uh, who was the most impressive to you of the Warriors' young guys in a one-on-one? I mean, who was who gave you the biggest challenge in those one-on-one settings? I will say, uh, I will say, Peyton. 
the son of Gary Payton. Yeah. I'll, give, I'll tell you why. Because he's very physical and he really can guard. He really can guard. I, I was shocked when I played my first one-on-one against him and I lost. But after that, I knew well, he was good. And, you know, 38 years old, man, I, I learned a lot of things on basketball. So I, I, I have to be experienced, you know. So I put my experience out on the court, and it, it worked out. You know, ever since then, I never lost to him. But he's really quick with the hands. He's very physical, and he's a dog. I, I love the way he guards, you know. For me, it was, it was great. Uh, because there was maybe a possibility for me to play the national team to go to the Olympics, and and and, and obviously that didn't happen. So uh, to me, it was kind of workout, you know. And also, every time I play against the young guys, it's a workout for me, you know, because I don't want to get fat, I want I don't want to get big, you know. So I always keep myself working, you know. So. Uh, to work my body and, and have a cardio or something day by day, that was my workout, play against the young guys. And beating the young guys. You beat all of them, according to you. You beat all of them except I, for – you didn't play Steph, I, play Draymond, or Baysmore. Yes. But you beat all the rest of them. You killed them. You beat yes. all of them. Yes. <laughs> I mean, not kill, but, I mean, it was, it was competitive, but the, the, at the end of the day, the high score was mine. <laughs> well, that's all that matters. Um, Leandro Barbosa, thank you so much uh, for joining me. I really appreciate the time. Really appreciate the conversation. Uh, good luck, and uh, hopefully I'll talk to you uh, next year and, and when maybe we're all allowed to do some of these things in person. Thank you, my man. appreciate it for the opportunity. Thanks again to Leandro Barbosa for joining the show. That'll do it for us today. Remember to subscribe to new episodes of Locked On Warriors wherever you listen to podcasts. Rate, review, and say nice things about the show. You can reach me on Twitter at WC Goldberg or by email wgoldberg at bayareanewsgroup.com. Enjoy your day, and thanks for listening.